Well, it's the end of the month, and you know what that means. Time to revisit yet another Star Wars movie in our ongoing effort to revisit every single movie in reverse Hisui order. And because this October has inadvertently become Jack-themed month with jackets, jack-o'-lanterns, and jack-box, we this week are reviewing the most jacked-up Star Wars movie, in our opinion. Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. How Star Wars is it? Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah. And hello, hello. listeners. <laughs> and hello, listeners. Welcome to the show. This is How Star Wars Is It. This is the only podcast. And what do we do? We rate things on a scale of 1 to 10, not of how good they are, how bad they are, but of how Star Wars they are. Yes. Imagine taking all things Star Wars, books, movies. Uh, I don't know why we always start with books. Movies, yeah, books, we've never done the them. TV series, the Legos, whatever. All yeah. things that have the name Star Wars in their title. You put them all into a pot, you put the pot on the burner, you make Star Wars chili. It's just yes. the platonic ideal of Star Wars. That chili, my dear sweeties, is a 10 out of 10. Yeah, and we compare everything to that. Um, Mike, I do want to say right off the top here that we did not get any nominations for iHeartMedia's uh, podcast oh, awards. So we weren't we were not up for podcast of the year, which seems crazy mm, um not up for best comedy podcast if like that might have been where we could sneak in uh we didn't get best crime podcast but that makes sense yeah yeah best music podcast also makes sense we didn't get that best news i mean we could have got best news maybe maybe not best overall host um nothing we got nothing so Damn. i just wanted everyone to know that we have once again been blocked thanks out lot, of these awards Academy. yeah thanks a lot uh oh wait new podcast to watch no, we're not there either. Yeah, <laughs> um, we're old. But this Sorry, week I just we to say that. are um, we're we're continuing the tradition of this year where we are revisiting all the Star Wars movies because uh, it took us something like two years to review every Star Wars movie, and we realized after looking at all nine of them or all eleven of them, I suppose, that we may have given some the short shrift and some we you know whatever. So we're we're giving the definitive ranking and this week we're talking about Rise of Skywalker. Josiah and I yeah. both just watched this together on yes. a couple days ago, 2 days ago today, um as we did our live commentary to and change long hour commentary track for our Patreon that you can go uh, listen to uh, every month we do a commentary track of a Star Wars movie patreon.com/howstarwarsisit. So this is interesting, right? Because we've been revisiting everything. We've been giving things new ratings and we've been giving new th things new ratings after the fact right. as we review other things. So currently the lowest we have right now is Last Jedi at an eight. An eight. Solid but eight out of ten. That's a really high score for our meter. Yes. But when we did Rise of Skywalker in the originally, we, we gave it a six, mm. which is funny because it is a Star Wars movie. Right. Yeah. Um, that feels too low. Yeah, so it and Rogue One and Solo were the bottom of the barrel uh, as, like, sixes-ish. Uh, so it feels too low. We're here today to rectify that, to reset the scale. Now, here's the question. Is it more... I mean, we'll get into this. 
is it more Star Wars than Last Jedi? But we'll get into this as we go. Mm. I, neither of us had seen this movie since it came out when we watched it two days ago, which was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we, we talked in the Jackbox episode about how we were excited to rewatch it, and I um, am 180 degrees different having done so. Like, it's just yeah, like, I'm, such a fucking mess. I, I'm the opposite of excited that we did watch it. Yeah, you know, it's right. like I'm disappointed yeah. <laughs> that we watched it. Yeah, I think it um, reads like, I know we've said this, um, we probably said it on the original episode, and we certainly did on the commentary but it um it plays like a video game and you know yeah. like uh a really good f- video game you know you might say like oh yeah i love the the mechanic or the action of it and i love the story the ceiling for story in a video game is like you're still playing a video game you know like a, right. a, a good movie is always going to be a better story than a good video game i think um but like this if this were a like high budget video game that was like the last movie was The Last Jedi, and you get to play as, like, Ray, Finn, and Poe in, like, their next adventure, and this was a game. I'd be like, that was a pretty fun game. Had to get a yeah. goober so that I could get another goober. It, it would be, it would definitely be a fun game. It wouldn't, like, win any awards, no. necessarily. Not any high iHeartMedia awards, for sure. <laughs> right. The, the, like... I know what you mean because, like, video—it's—it's it's obviously apples and oranges, but like, video games are a different medium of storytelling. But like, even when you're literally looking at the story, because parts of like video games are the mechanics, that are the graphics, are the you know combat systems or whatever. Like, after I finished the Sp- uh, Spider-Man on PlayStation Four game, that one, I remember saying like, "This is the best Spider-Man movie that I've ever right, seen." Right. Um. Which. Or, or like I think I said second or third best or something and then I th- uh, <clears throat> think after that or right before that maybe Spider-Verse came out so I had to like I had to like change it to be like okay it's the second best Spider-Man uh-huh. movie I've ever seen but even then like the, st- the Spider-Man story being told in that game is like more competently told than most Spider-Man movies we've got but also there's whole s- stretches of it where you're just like you're running just around <laughs> getting stuff you know what i mean like that's not exciting in right. a story right. but that's like we we forget about that part and that's the thing with this movie yeah is there's a lot of getting the like geocaching like geocaching and there's not a lot of the meat <laughs> that you get in between because like can i just a- say spider-verse giving us the word goober because because yeah. like MacGuffin is the other one that sort of like means the same thing but like that sounds like a like a person's name and it seems like um, weird and like uh, I don't know, like hoity-toity, old, old, yeah, old timey. Yeah, somehow, whereas yeah. goober is like it sounds like an object. It sounds like a yeah. small object that you can hold in your hand, which oftentimes is what like the goober is. And if you're not um, familiar with the term that we're using, it's like the thing you gotta go get that in, that that makes adventure happen. Like you could yeah. say the one ring of Sauron is a goober, is the goober, yeah. um, because it like spurs on three books and three movies of you know adventure. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the thing yeah it's the go get this so that you can do this so that you can do this right. so that you can do this and nor and then oftentimes in a good which is often what video games are so like like the um like the you Death need to Star. get the six bleep blorps to unlock the realm of jabla and like yes. then you play for a long time trying to find those six bleep blorps and like in um in um uh, original Star Wars, like you could argue maybe that the Death Star plans are the goober yep. for the, at least for the first half of the movie, right? Not that they, so anyone's trying to get them aside from, you know, they're trying to get them back, like the, the, the Empire or whatever, but they are the plot forwarding device and that mm-hmm. we have to get them to, 
the rebellion so that the story can happen. Um, and there are, I started keeping track and then I, I stopped because I got distracted slash bored. But there are like the, the, the like sort of chain reaction of goobers in this movie are truly mind boggling. Cause like, and I also, I couldn't like remember like right out the gate. I was like, why did we need to see that weird alien who had the fun head who was voiced by Mark Hamill? Right. And like, <laughs> how did we get to Lando? Like who told us about Lando? Yeah. The guy, like, Mark Hamill alien guy was like, there's a, there's a spy in the first order and he got information to this guy. It's like, yeah. The first yeah. thing you're having us watch is two goobers. <laughs> yeah. It, we are already we are already two parts removed from the actual plot. It's like one guy told this guy something. Now this guy has to tell us something. And then I truly don't remember if that's how they find to go to that one planet where the color run is happening. <laughs> because then we find Lando. So like, oh, and also from the very beginning, we have to find the Sith Wayfinder. So the Sith Wayfinder is the big goober. But to get there, we got to go Bulio to Lando, Lando to Ochi, uh, Ochi to his ship. His ship is is broken. We fall. We luckily fall into a sinking field to find his dagger. Yeah, thank God we fell into it. The dagger gets stolen. We have to go get the dagger from the ship. We have to then. Uh, oh no! Chewie. First, <laughs> yes, we've killed Chewie. We have to go to Babu Frick to. Uh, uh, oh yeah, translate it. Can read it, but not repeat it because it's like yes. saying "fuck shit, cock." <laughs> yeah. We have to get the first order medallion from the store from the Power Rangers so we can get into the ship or whatever. Oh, and then we uh, I, I think th then we have to go to the planet where the horses are <laughs> to get to look at the dagger at the right spot to see that it's on to get the, the to get the final goober, which yeah. then when she gets Kylo Ren is immediately. It. Yes. And we just end up <laughs> taking his goober anyway. So that's about 10 steps of go from we yeah. need this one thing it's like a rube goldberg machine that ends yeah. with um instead of like making you breakfast or like fireworks or something it ends with just like um Punching your dishwasher like opening and all the water coming out and ruining yeah. your floor <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, oh, just what? like oh i gotta call the landlord no this sucks why <laughs> why did i hook it up to the water main yeah like oh. why did i make the last step turn on dishwasher and open the door <laughs> And listeners, once again, we've said this before. If you like this movie, you're not going to enjoy this episode because we don't like this movie. But, like, I think there are plots that have similar things where it's like this thing, then this thing, then this thing. You know, going from, like, a video game -y, fetch questy kind of thing. I mean, like you said, Lord of the Rings. You could argue that everything in Lord of the Rings is, like, all these little you know, sort of video game quests, like, okay, we have to get the hobbits out of the Shire. We have to get them to Rivendell. We have to, we have to get from to here get to here. Rohando. Yes. <laughs> like. And so you could make that argument as well. I think the reason why it works sometimes and it doesn't work here is that the times it does work, you have like a world and characters that support your interest whenever the plot gets too plotty. Right. And also there's like enough characters in Lord of the Rings to share the load between all of that stuff. Share the load. Share the, share the load. And this, you have these like three people and these three, these 3000 droids. Cause we have to add another fucking droid. Right. I hate Dio. He sucks. I'm mad at him. <laughs> and then like, but they have to do all of it. So it's like, you have to, which is nicer together for the movie. Cause we get to see like their, you know, back and forth. 
but they do all of it. So it's like literally we're following them the whole time, like place to place to place yeah. to place. And there's no reprieve. There's no like... Yeah, Let's and then go. in the scenes that it isn't just them like doing quests, there's the kind of weird stilted scenes with Leia who Carrie Fisher died like a year or two prior. And then there's like the weird scenes where like Rose is sidelined and has an equal amount of dialogue to Charlie from Lost Charlie from playing Lost. the character of Charlie from Lost. Yeah. Um, we talked about this in the commentary, which the like we'll talk about it. We can talk about it here too. I mean, obviously we talked about a lot of stuff in the commentary. Go listen to it if you want. But like this movie was set up for failure because there was, I mean, we even were like thinking during the commentary, like how could they have pulled this off in a way that felt good right? with, with not having Carrie Fisher in the movie. And there's really not a good way to do it. Like it would have felt bad no matter what they just sort of were unlucky in that they chose maybe the worst way to do it. Cause it felt worse right. than it, than it, than it could have. You, you bring up something that I wrote down notes for um, a, a few weeks ago when I remembered that we were going to do an episode on this. This isn't really the game, but I think it would be fun, and maybe it'll just turn into the game or something, but um, I, I was thinking, like, what if we rewrote the movie from scratch? So, like, this, we're, we're not going to do that. That's going to take too long, but... I, I think the first place I would start if I were tasked with writing this movie is to watch seven and eight and then yeah. say, okay, what balls are still in the air? Yeah. Because like, we just need to provide a soft place for them all to land. Yes. And so from seven, I wrote, um, Maz has Luke's lightsaber from Bespin and looks in the camera and says, I'll tell you this story later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole government is gone. You know, like they blow yeah. up those main planets and maybe we could like have that reiterated to us because like that was somewhat unclear. Um, and the Knights of Ren are named but never really seen in yes. Force Awakens. And then in The Last Jedi... We find at the end, Kylo Ren is now the supreme leader and has fully gone bad. You know, he and yeah. he and uh, Ray have that whole scene where they're struggling with one another, and then he has the scene with Force Projection Luke and like really doubles down to like I'm the bad guy. Right. Um, Hux is a little bitch. I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the entire like like he goes from being like in a position of power to being like a little Nancy in a position of power. Like he's really prissy about it, which I think yeah. is funny. And he could have like been one step further that direction. The entire resistance is aboard the millennium Falcon. Like cool. Right. It's really small. Uh, Rose and Finn maybe have something going on, but she's like unconscious at the end of that movie. Mm -hmm. Ray is like, okay, I'm fully a Jedi, but Luke said that the Jedi are vain and proud. So maybe I should be something new. Like she could be struggling with like, not ever having had a place and now finally having a place, but being like, but but the Jedi aren't supposed to still be around. Right. Ray and Kylo's minds are linked by Snoke. He says that, like, it was I who linked your mind, so maybe that doesn't work anymore. Mm. Um, and Poe is a leader now. He's fully gone to, like, selfless leader. Um, Finn is learning what that means, so maybe, like, Finn, Poe, and Rose are the trio learning that stuff while Ray yeah. and Kylo can do their things. Those are just some of the, like, stray thoughts i wrote down that it's like what why are we answering the questions of did poe ever have like a uh sorted like past with carrie yeah. russell like the the thing that i kept saying in the commentary was that like in this movie we get so many payoffs for which there are no setup in the yeah. previous two movies right. and all the payoffs we get are set up five minutes before and they immediately pay them off yes and they never they never let us sit in any kind of um like uncertainty like even whenever like we killed chewy immediately seen after we get a scene saying that he's not really dead yeah and then i was telling mike like i was talking t saying to mike like 
the next scene after that is the crew on the Falcon being like, Chewie's dead. Oh, no, we have to go save him. And I'm like, why didn't they just switch the order of those yeah. two? Because then we could at least be worried with, like with, with the them characters. Yeah. to Instead be like, oh, like, yeah, you this sucks. He's alive. <laughs> right. And, and also, like, it's also just the most. What did you say? You said it's the most like the murderer was me. Yeah. I mean, it's the mo- like this movie is full of <laughs> Linda Belcher saying the murderer was me <laughs> because it's like, oh, what a twist. He was on a different transport. It's like you only showed us one transport. Yeah. It's like you doing can't the make shell game, but with only one shell and then be like, yeah. where's the ball? And then you like point to it and like they go, no, actually, it's under a shell on a different table. And it's like, but that. Yeah. That wasn't part of the game. I wasn't able to even like pretend to like have an idea. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it's all it's all payoffs with no setup, and and like when you like all the things you just listed, like there's some interesting setups here, right? Yeah. Like fully evil Kylo Ren having all the resistance on one ship, even like even the little story stuff of like Maz where she get the lightsaber, and the little story stuff of the Knights of Ren. Like there's little things that could be fun to explore, right? But then there's also like big plot stuff. Like Rose and Finn, right. you know, like like, like if we maybe... were gonna get like lore, like little micro details, why are we getting like this weird Sith holocron Death Star shit and the knife as opposed to answering questions that you yourself posed, J.J. Abrams? Yeah, the stuff. We, yeah, I, I, that's I, a story I, for another time. Like it's so what, strange because it's are we? Yeah, do we have what, another one after this? What I don't think better so. time to do it than the last movie. Yeah, you know it's. He, he loves his little puzzle boxes and like it's like he forgot about the ones that he set up yeah. and I kept saying this in the in the commentary too but like every five minutes it feels like we go we it feels like it was made by a different JJ where like there's right. one JJ who saw episode seven and eight and is sort of trying to finish that story and there's another JJ who didn't see either movie forgot the movie that he wrote for the mm-hmm. first one and is just kind of like tossing shit out there of like maybe this will do this yeah and it's so like inconsistent in how it handles like it, just the last two movies it feels like the thing when like you're babysitting like a three-year-old or perhaps you have a three-year-old i don't know um and they have like a whole bucket full of toys and you're playing with them yeah. on the floor with toys and then you say okay we only have about 10 minutes left so let's um you know you can keep playing but we have to go in 10 minutes and then yeah. instead of like playing with the toy that's in their hand or they starting to clean toy. up the toys, they're like, what about these other toys that are still in the bucket? And it's like, I told no. you we only have 10 minutes. <laughs> don't, being at, don't get out anything new yes. because we don't have time. You're not going to have fun with it. And that's like, the, that's, that's, I think, one of the biggest issues of this movie. And I know some people like it, which is, I don't know how they do. I, it is I, sort of like confounding to me too. I don't want to like begrudge someone for liking a movie that's like such a fucking like, star wars guy thing to yeah. do but like it is uh, yeah. funny to me that someone like this is someone's favorite movie we were talking about a a show earlier before we started recording and and caitlin says like we've we've seen a couple shows together where we're like like musicals where we're like boy oh boy like what why does that show even exist and she yeah. her thing that she'll say is it's crazy to me but that show is probably someone's favorite musical yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, every Pokemon is someone's favorite Pokemon, yeah. you know, like, except for there are, there were five that didn't get any votes on Reddit, which was funny. Oh, re- so but, like they literally did a... Yeah, there was a... This is just a fun internet thing, everybody. Um, Even Pseudo-Wudo? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so I'll look this up while I keep talking. Um, the Yes, it's strange to me that people like this movie, because I remember when it came out, the people who were like... Uh, um, t- saying to me that they liked it, uh, 
were didn't have anything actually good to say about it like when i would be like okay well what did you like they literally couldn't give me an example of what was good and then when i would tell them what i didn't like they would say oh yeah that's that's true oh yeah that's true right. like they were agreeing with the things that i said were bad but not <laughs> giving me anything yeah. that was good well and then then it like it's funny because then you feel almost like an asshole for sort of winning an argument you know like yeah. like i i don't know i don't like any of those things you're right but i still like the movie and it's like you absolutely can i, I even yeah. feel bad like railing on it this hard but like I know I kind of do too because I know some people like it but like my biggest issue with it is that like it, this movie is not fun to me like I don't mm -hmm. know how I, I, I yeah, don't I know I found it very like trying yeah yeah it's not like it, it is it is like the worst parts of Star Wars and that it gives you weird words and weird like lore to try to catch up with that, that doesn't make much sense like and then and then doesn't let you really have much time to like have fun with these right. cool characters or really cool fight scenes or right, like right interesting like dynamics anyway the speaking the of all this sort of like new stuff that they cram in i also wrote down some notes of okay the final movie in every trilogy what new toys did they open before oh, yeah. then having to put them all away return of the jedi the whole first scene you could say is like useless and unnecessary but it is like all very fun and swashbuckling but bib fortuna jabba all the jabba background people which Star Wars does really well. Background people who they never even linger on, but you know they all have names. Like, fun. Yeah. Then the Emperor is sort of introduced for the first time. Like, we saw him on a hologram, though, prior. Right. And then um, the only other people I have as new are, like, all rebel people. Mon Mothma, Admiral Akbar, Nine Numb, who, like, doesn't have any dialogue, and then the Ewoks. Yeah. That and We think... spend time with all of those characters, and I think they're, even... they're all, you know, opened and closed. I think even with those though, like you could make the argument that like the emperor isn't entirely new because no, he's been right. set up. He's been set up. Even uh, Jabba isn't entirely That's, new because yeah, we've he's been heard, mentioned, yeah. right? And he is the direct like we and have to Han finish up little Hans. <laughs> yes, we have to finish up Hans' like story of being right. frozen or whatever. Yes. So like I think you could even and like even the rebellion. With Mon Mothma, like we know the rebellion exists, sure, right? So I think like the the only one that's wholly new, I would argue, is the Ewoks. Like Ewoks, right? And maybe like I don't know, there's probably other things that like smaller things. Yeah. That were, like, and then Boba in Revenge Fett of the Sith, I have General Grievous, who's like the, introduces yeah. like the new bad guy, even though of course he's actually kind of technically not new either because he was in the uh, yes. the uh, Tartakovsky series. Um, and his little guards, which again are like background characters. There's some new Jedi, but they're like background. Um, the Wookiees are the Ewoks of that movie. And again, yes. like they're not new, like their their species is not new, but like having a battle take place on Kashyyyk was like a kind of a new thing. And then just background guys on like different planets who are like hardly have any lines. Like the guy who's well, like, you know, we have no war here. You know what's interesting about the prequels is they and like with 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 that one specifically, it feels like we have so much knowledge outside of the movies with just the built-in like expanded universe of star wars that a lot of that stuff doesn't feel new right because we know right. kashik exists yes, right and right. so when we go to kashik it feels and there's something about the prequels too that feels since it's so kind of like globe hoppy from one place to another yes. like it doesn't feel out of place to um, have more like kind of whack wacky <laughs> yeah so, so i think yeah maybe grievous is like the only kind of wholly new toy that right. we that we deal with um, and then I wrote down for Rise of Skywalker, new people and things introduced. Finn's girlfriend, Poe's girlfriend, Babu Frick, 
Pal- uh, Palpatine to some degree. Of course, he's not new. He's been in like his six of the movies or whatever by now, but uh, new to, new this to the, the sequel trilogy. Uh, Charlie from Lost, uh, who has like, again, like some of the most dialogue of background characters in the whole movie. Um, the Empire guy who isn't the spy, the Richard E. Grant yes, officer. The new, the, new, the new one. Yeah. Um, background guys on Exegol, like all those like the, the people doing the wave in the stands. Yeah. Um, Lando, again, kind of like he's, he's not a new character, but he's new to this trilogy. Ochi. Who is like yeah. uh, somehow like one of the most important people in the galaxy, as this movie yeah. might have you believe. Do the little puppy robot, and then the Knights of Ren, who like again they are mentioned prior to this, but like we finally see them in this, and then even then it's like it's sort of the Boba Fett thing of like, wow, cool. Oh, they're gone. They're gone. <laughs> yeah, the just 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 so everyone knows, the only four Pokemon that didn't get a vote were <laughs> Silcoon, Gathita, Electric, and Young Goose. So. Mm. Uh, Sil- so, sorry if you executed. like those. See, so, yeah, they've been killed. Silcoon is like an in-between, but uh, bug to butterfly, like cocoon uh-huh. evolution. Gathita is a little like psychic goth, like first evolution, and she looks kind of weird. Uh, Electric is a middle evolution of a cool electric fish Pokemon into an eel Pokemon, and Young Goose is just like a little ferret or something. Hmm. So no one likes those, I guess. Anyway, no, yeah, there's so many new toys. Yeah, in this movie. And once again, they are all like, they are all shown to you. And then after five or 10 minutes taken away. Yes. Like, it's like, here's Lando. He's gone. Right. Here's, and like, he comes back later, I guess. Like, here's the, the color run planet and the like, you know, freaking quicksand and, right. and all that stuff. Everything is so quick. The first resistance sequence is like the thesis for this movie. When they light speed jump between like, like mm-hmm. four or five different planets for one second at a time. Like that's like what this movie feels like. Mm-hmm. And I also thought that was the beginning of the movie. And I forgot that the beginning of the movie is actually calling Kylo Ren, yeah. just like wordlessly the dead speak killing some pe- like random people on a planet. Right. And then going to find Palpatine, which is like from the get go is so Tiring, and I—I I don't know. Maybe that's part of the reason why people do like this movie is because I feel like there is—I could see the world in which it is fun to see a familiar character from the old series being like, "Oh, cool, he was behind the whole thing." And I understand that being like a fun sort of thing to experience. But then the only thing I don't like about it is it wasn't set up at all in the first two. Like that's the annoying yeah. thing. It's frustrating. It's like there's no. This is a payoff once again without a setup. Now here's a here's a question that I think we'll probably struggle with for the next two or three minutes, and then like the latter half of the episode, is this movie very 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 Star Wars or like not like like we said it has all these things Ugh. it it has a Palpatine and a Death Star which are two like tried and true you know it yeah. has it even has like the Imperial March like it has like music that has no business being in it, it has Yoda's theme when Luke. Force Ghost Luke lifts the X-Wing out of the water. Um, yeah, I mean, this is tricky, right? Because it is... It is... Uh, I mean, it's very Star Wars. But... The other day, we said something else a while ago. Like, there are more bad Star Wars movies than there are good ones, right? right? So... You, you know what else is very Star Wars is bad fans 
yeah. fans acting in bad faith, and this movie is like reacting directly to some of that. At least it would seem. It yeah, it it is this this movie was like one of the biggest reasons I didn't like it because it, it seemed like it was playing directly to the lowest common denominator of yeah. like shitty fans who bullied Kelly Marie Kelly Marie Tran off of Twitter right. and were like, you know, saying that like they it was too diverse or like they were like being too woke or whatever. Right. And then but weirdly, I don't know. Weirdly, I don't know if those same fans liked Rise of Skywalker or if they didn't like it. Like, I think this movie is particular in a way that I, I feel like it didn't please really much of anybody. Yeah. Because, like, people who liked Last Jedi didn't like this movie in general. People who didn't like Last Jedi maybe might like this movie, but I feel like if they weren't a fan of the sequel trilogy in general, like, you probably still wouldn't be a fan of this. Yeah. And those it's funny, same like, like <laughs> every everything I think about this movie as as like a thing that stands out for not liking it. I do realize that if I were to say Palpatine coming back from the dead, that doesn't feel Star Wars. That's not really fair because like Darth Maul comes back from the dead, and there's there's ghosts, there's characters who literally are like the incarnate of coming back from the dead. Like you know, like I feel, yeah. I feel like if you um. If you if you held this under the how Star Wars is at microscope and you pointed to any one thing as being like this is not Star Wars, J.J. Abrams could be like you're high. Like yeah. I took this straight from Star Wars. Well, I just did it bad. <laughs> yeah, I I, I I think you're right, and it, but it is also strange because it feels like it's like Harry I mean, Potter to me. Yeah, you, you you said something I think on the commentary maybe of like the like the um, the Sith uh, throne. Yes, well, the e that too, but the EU the like e e legend storyline of like the clones of you know Palpatine, yes. and that now like everyone has to whenever they were writing books, it's like we all have to right. you know sort of uh, come like, to terms with any, the fact that that's a, a part book of the came universe. Out, a new author couldn't be like actually that didn't happen. that didn't happen. Yeah, and so I think that like yes, people have come back to life in Star Wars, but not always on in the movies. You right. know what I mean? Like there are very like it's normally like. Darth Maul comes back in a cart in the cartoon, yes, sure. or like they are re you know resurrected over in some book or something, and it's like legends. And so I think that's why it feels bad as a movie. But I think you're right in that it is very Star Wars. Like it's they they bring back all the good music. Right. They there is sneaking around. And, and there's there is the, lasers. Like, you know, actually, I didn't tell you your whole story. You're actually a Palpatine. Yeah. That uh, again. As a sentence, as like written prose, is like wow, that is sort of Star Wars. Something we thought we knew, um, and then we find out that's not true, and then it's you get that Obi Wan Kenobi from a certain point of view kind of thing. But the problem with that one as be like yes, that is Star Wars, so that gets it points from us, I suppose. But the problem with it is we already got that thing for Ray last movie. We got the reveal that yeah. she's not special. This, you know how like like Ryan Johnson said like he was getting to make a Star Wars movie, so he was just gonna like throw everything that yes. he could that he wanted to do. It feels like JJ forgot that he had already made a Star Wars movie and was like, I gotta just really do everything I can on this one because right. you have you could even still make the argument that this like remakes like uh, a New Hope and Return of the Jedi to an extent I know. because. It's the same shit, right? It's like instead of Death Star plans, we have to get the holocron to so we can get to the place, so we can destroy the place. And then once we're there, there is a ship battle, sky battle going on with all the non-Jedi people. And then on the base, there's the Jedi people and the bad guy having a like, you know, sort of 
intense wordy conversation with lightsabers sometimes right like it's the same and they even opens up the sky so they can look out which they do in every every one you know he and there is there is a shield generator that you have to destroy like and 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 even in return of the jedi when he's his most mustache twirly self or i suppose that's also true in like uh revenge of the sith when he's like no no no, no." but in return of the jedi he's a shitty old man who's being an asshole to like a 20 year old like he's like oh i think your friends are not going to make it and in this he's like i am an evil spirit yeah and this he's not interesting as an evil spirit you're interesting as like a shitty grandpa (laughs) yeah yeah the the reason why the emperor was fun in any way is because he looked so old and feeble right and then whenever and then, and then he's actually he zap you right and he's super powerful so you're like oh and like in this when he's like a ghost being like pulled around by a machine everywhere yeah it's so it's so not compelling and it's so not the reason why anybody found the emperor to be compelling you know what i mean yeah but then also i mean having another bad guy be behind the actual bagger that we thought was the bagger the whole time yeah that is emperor and darth vader you know it's it's just such a big ask like like that palpatine somehow managed to control every action that happened in in the entire prequel trilogy is like boy oh boy he must have had like binders of contingency plans and in this Mm -hmm. it's like nope I no. I bought it all the way through. He managed to be the commander of two different armies that were fighting each other, which is like a pretty big ask of me. But you're telling me that he's that you built a time machine out of an emperor? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's I, it, it is all. I'm thinking it ends up being a higher score than Last Jedi, which makes me fucking mad. <laughs> I, I was gonna say the same thing. I think we gave it a low score because we were mad that it sucked so much. Yeah. But like once again. Let's go through the movie, the list of like, I mean, even if we were not worried about good or bad, but if we we're putting things in like a good or bad, like binary, right. we got uh, Return of the Jedi, not really a good movie, mm. you know, like that. I, I would maybe, maybe we'll put that in the middle, you know, yeah. we'll say like there's good, there's bad and there's neutral. That would be one where it's like, okay, if we uh, have anybody drop out and we need to fill their seat at the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Then we have Phantom Menace. Pretty, it's kind of a bad movie. Yeah. It's not like great. We got New Hope. That's a good movie. Yep. We got uh, Revenge of the Sith. Mm. I mean, I think even after our last episode on it, we were like, people like to say that it's the best of the prequels, but it's still not like a very yeah. good movie. It's yeah. just like, at least it finishes the story. Uh, Empire's a good movie. Um, Attack of the Clones is like categorically a bad movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Force Awakens, I think, is probably in that sort of middle area yeah. where it's just like it's fine. Um, Last Jedi is, I think, good. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, Rise of Skywalker. Bad. Um, bad. And we have uh, Rogue One, which, which I I don't think is a wholly bad movie. I think they made some sort of like yeah. wonky choices. I think I'll put it in the middle because I feel like it doesn't really you know yeah fit and then solo which and solo which is bad yeah um probably i don't remember it it's bad so we have like three movies in the good category one two three movies in the neutral category and one two three four five movies in the bad category yeah and that's that's all of them right it's 11 yeah yeah so like that's you know 
even if you're weighting it not like three good movies versus five bad movies yeah, and yeah. three in the middle, you know what I mean? Like, What's our next movie up from the eight that that Last Jedi got? The Last Jedi had an eight. Force Awakens got an 8.125, eight and an eighth. <laughs> Attack of the Clones got eight and a quarter. And Empire has eight and a half. I think this I feel movie like it's falls not... under all prequels. Yes. I was going to say it maybe feels a little more... It... Yeah, I think it comes between Last Jedi and Force Awakens somehow. You know what I mean? Or maybe yes. a little bit more than Force Awakens because, like, Force Awakens was just doing a very straightforward remix, and this has a much more messy, quintessentially Star Wars take on a lot of things. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to come back to that when we come back from the break. Should we go to the break? Yeah, let's jump on into the Sarlacc pit. Woo! Woohoo! And we're Jack. <laughs> and we're Jack. The Robin Williams movie that makes me cry. Um, all right, we're back. This is, uh, we're going to play a game. We're going to do the, um, the game I made up a while back, the Star Wars Minute game. I'm going to name um, something that happens in all the nine Skywalker Star Wars movies. And then you have to tell me what minute of that movie it happens in. We're using the Disney Plus versions. And uh, minute number one goes from zero 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 to zero and fifty nine seconds. You know, so so if it happens at one thirteen, that's minute two. Yes. <clears throat> if you get the number right on, you get five points. If you're within five minutes of either direction of the the number you're, that is correct, you get four. Ten minutes away, you get three. Fifteen to twenty one. Um, you have a choice to make. Yay. Do you want the First appearance moments, the dismemberment moments, um, or the music moments, which I don't no. think we've done. But I think we did do the special edition moments, didn't we? We did do special edition moments, yeah. yeah. I think I want to do uh, first appearance moments. First appearance moments, perfect. So these are the first times we see each of these characters on film it, per chronological, like not chronological, like release to the public. Yeah. On the Earth calendar. <laughs> um, the first movie is episode four, A New Hope, which has a 124-minute runtime. This is the first appearance of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, okay. Wait, it's whenever he's like... <laughs> yes, I have written down roar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which That's, they've changed um, that sound like a dozen times. Where is that? That's not super... It's not like right away because I have to get to Tatooine first. I'm going to say it's maybe like 34. It's 30. Nice. I was just going to say 30. I should have stuck with my gut. Yeah, you get four points for that one. Yeah, that movie is like so well chopped up. It's like exactly two hours. At, at the halfway point, Alderaan ex is exploded and we have to make a decision of how to help or whatever. Halfway before that, we meet the guy. The guy. Uh, okay. It? In Empire Strikes Back, which is 127 minutes long, we are introduced to a new character for the first time named Yoder. Yoder! What is the minute of the first appearance of Yoda? Again, 127 minute long movie. Oh, that's going to be like... I want to Sort of like, like the same character in this movie as Obi-Wan was in the last one. When do we meet the wise old man? <laughs> I wonder if it's the same like minute mark. I want to say it's later. 
I'm going to say like 45. Holy cow, it's 48. Yeah. Nice. That's another four-pointer. Um, we're getting really good at this. Yeah, right. They have uh, a lot more business at the beginning of that movie with the whole battle that takes place on Hoth. Yeah. All right. This next one is the first appearance per theatrical release of Jabba the Hutt. Okay, great. And the, the movie is Return of the Jedi, and it lasts 134 minutes. That's pretty early, too, because that's that first little chunk. I think, well, do we see him when the droids come in? Yeah, we do. I'm going to say five. You get another four points because it's nine. Yeah, okay. All right. They have the whole business with, like, talking to the robot eye at the door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, there's, like, the opening crawl. And they got to talk to, what's his face? Yeah, Bib Fortuna. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is what you wear if you're eating fish and it's really messy. <laughs> yeah. And you're, um, you're feeling lucky. So the next movie is The Phantom Menace, 136 minutes long. This is the first appearance of Queen Amidala. Ooh. And I'll give you a hint. Um, the appearance of her, her appearance, her first appearance is through a transmission, like through a hologram. Oh, okay. Which interesting. is maybe not a hint, but it's interesting. Oh gosh, I'm trying to remember that fucking flick. Um, I don't know, like 20? Uh, eight. <laughs> Minute eight. It was to the Trade Federation, and they're like the first people we really uh, spend any time with. So that was um, within oh yeah. 15 minutes of the correct answer, so you get two points. No, that's not very good. Guys, my luck's running four, four, out. Four, so 12, 14 points for you so far. <clears throat> the next one is Attack of the Clones, which is 142 minutes long. And it is the first appearance of Count Dooku. Mm. Like 75? Damn, you're doing awesome in this round. It's 77. Wow. Really good guess. Another four points. I'm amazing. Um, okay, Revenge of the Sith, last prequel. 140 minutes. The first appearance of General Grievous. Oh, oh, I don't know. Early-ish, maybe like 25. Uh, it's minute number nine. <laughs> really early. Yeah, it's like, you know, like he's he's kind of present when they like go kill Count Dooku. And oh, yeah. I forgot about that. You said 25, so that is technically within 20 minutes of being correct, so you do get one point. Yes. Uh, Force Awakens, 138 minutes. This is the first appearance of Unkar Plutt. <laughs> pretty early pretty early oh what's the beginning of that movie well the beginning is Finn who talks first you talk first I talk you talk first. first I talk first uh maybe let's say like 15 14 yeah man uh yeah so that's that's another four points I've lost track of your number, and I kind of don't give a I'm shit. keeping track. But I'm, I'm sure it. no one listening cares either. Yeah. Um, all right. This next one is The Last Jedi, 152 long minutes. It is the first appearance of the Thala Sea Siren, the big yucky guy with, like, the boobies that has green milk. Oh. <laughs> so I suppose big yucky female. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um... Like 30 minutes, maybe? Yeah, 22. Okay. So that's a three-point guess. 
And finally, in The Rise of Skywalker, this is the first appearance of the brand new character, Dio. Ugh. Oh, and Rise of Skywalker is 142 minutes long. Boy, is it. God. I'm going to say like 45 for Dio. On the nose, 45. Yeah! Wow, really ended with a bang. Five points. I was just about to say that I hadn't got anything right on yet, and I did right at the the buzzer. Really nice work. That is, without a doubt, my best one yet. I I have the last one, my point total written down. Which was uh, 21. And that time I got 16, 20, 21, 25, 28. I got 33 that time. Yeah, you cleaned up. So, and and I love your guess for Rise of Skywalker being dead on because that's the movie we're talking about this week. And because it's just like you could have thrown a dart at a, a, a wall that has minutes one through 142 because like who fucking knows well it's like because we i think the only reason i got that's because we just watched it because i was like when do we meet him and i'm like oh yeah he's on what's this ochi's like ship and i'm like when yeah. did they get on that ship it's after the color run it's before this anyway that was I a win. star wars minute game Woo! i won um I so really we still good. have like a good chunk of time left to kind of get this thing slotted in so again yeah. we've we've sort of made the argument for it um that like it is weirdly shamelessly star wars <laughs> yeah um it's like badly star wars it reminds me of that visions episode that i've kind of railed on and it doesn't need to be railed on but the the one called the twins that it's just sort of like what if Star Wars was just different? Yeah. Oh, I need to watch um, Like, it's still. all the same, but it's, like, different people who are essentially, like, Luke and Vader, and, and this sort of does that, too. It's like, what if it's all the same stuff, but, like, bad and, 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 and worse? And <laughs> weird and sort of pointless. I mean, yeah. I feel like, should we talk about something we like for a little bit? <laughs> Yeah, maybe let's do that. I mean, we I think that's exactly what we did with the first time we did this movie. I think we even like <laughs> talked about like how we thought it was bullshit and then we were like we have to do an episode and we can't just like be shitty for 60 minutes. Yeah, cuz I'm already like I'm like bringing my own self down by like yeah, yeah. just my own so like So if mood. you listen to our old episode and this episode, tell us like what we've repeated ourselves on. And if it's yeah. it's uh, if the Venn diagram is just two circles overlaid exactly upon one another, that that's like that that rings a bell. That sounds I think, about yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if it was word for word. Like yeah. you, especially some of the things we said. I wouldn't be surprised if you could quote us and it would be like literally right. word for word. Um if only we had a wiki that we could look up a transcription yeah. of all of our episodes. I don't know. What do you, what's been I, like going on? I mean, on obviously lately that you, Babu Frick is the answer to that. I mean, Babu Frick's the only good part of this movie. I mean, not the only good part. He's, but he is the C-3PO highlight. C-3PO is great throughout. C-3PO is funny. He's got jokes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Honestly, even my boy BB-8 doesn't have as much fun stuff to do in this movie. No. They just have, uh, Yeah. Babu Frick, C-3PO. What else is good? Um, um, uh, Adam Driver, I think, does a good job with yeah. what he's given. I like the... Oh, yeah, I said it when we watched the commentary. I like the passing the la- lightsaber yeah. between yeah, like, the I, shared Yeah, I go space. back and forth, but I do sort of like the escalation and heightening of what was established in 8 of... They can talk to each other and see each other's surroundings, even to the point of like he felt the rain. 
So it's like, okay, the next step of that would be like, you can literally have a lightsaber battle where you're in two different places. I think that's like a really interesting idea. I feel like that's a concept to explore in a different movie, like a, like a looper style movie that it's just like a sci-fi movie or like, yeah. um, what was that show on Netflix? Sense8? Yes, Sense8, like, yep. it, It's very Sense8, like, cause I, I didn't, I watched the first season long, long ago when it first came out, but like, I think the like eight people across the globe are all like linked to one another. And in like moments of crisis, like if someone's being like beaten or robbed, the person who's like a Taekwondo master, like takes over their body and gets them out of trouble or whatever. I, oh. I'm like poorly explaining it. Is that what that movie is or that shows about? That it, sounds it, cool. It's got like that kind of going on with it. Um, and they, they don't like know it for the whole first season. Like they're, and again like i kind of stopped watching it no i think i think you're right that that is a concept is a cool thing to explore it just feels like a weird thing to have gone like full tilt on and again in a movie where it's like we just have to like put land the the balls on the pillow (laughs) yeah i mean like you're right it is a cool idea for a it's a cool sci-fi idea of like art sharing this like i don't know space somehow because we're like quantum entangled because you're a dyad but then like the the other like I mean, there's stuff that you could do with it that would be interesting that they don't really get to do, but because, like, if you're fighting someone, but they're not actually there, like, you need to be also aware of your surroundings because, like, they can move into places in which, like, you can't. You know what I mean? Right, like, because they're like, not there. Because <laughs> I can't go through a wall, and I also need to not, like, get my lightsaber on any of my important, like, crit- mis- like system-critical yeah equipment or you know like I mean? maybe you're standing next to like your friend yeah exactly <laughs> like you it, it, you need to and everyone else would be like what are you this guy doing and you're like i promise i'm having a really intense lightsaber fight that could be a really cool like dramatic like tragic thing to see of like someone yeah. reach like stabs out their lightsaber but it doesn't hit the other person because in reality it actually hit their like best friend in the neck or whatever yeah and they're like why isn't this going and then you see their like surrounding snap and then they realize they stabbed their friend or whatever that would be brutal and also good yeah we should write movies <laughs> we're smart um those are the only things i like i think yeah let's see what other things hmm. mike's looking up in the air he's saying hmm he's trying to find anything up there any kind of inspiration i mean everyone performs well yeah like the acting is good oh you know what oscar isaacs i think is really funny and he's charming just, in like, this. great yeah like when he's when he, when they're like used to used to be a spice and he's like used to be a stormtrooper yeah. used to be a scavenger like we can do this yeah. all day you know that's like that's funny you know it's everyone's, an annoying thing but like he does he does a good job like, with it yeah i think everyone does as good as they can with the material you yeah. know what i mean yeah because like finn gets really like sidelined as far as like having anything important going on yeah and john boyega is still like bringing in the heat yeah, like, he's still like Ray. He's, yeah, he's making you feel like he really cares. Yeah, about Ray, which, which he didn't have to. He could have just. But checked Rose out had for to stay home thing. and do homework. Yeah, Rose had to stay home. My mom, my mom won't let me. Sorry, guys, I have to do my homework. I can't go to the dance. I have a report to finish. Will you still be out there in like an hour? God, me all the time in high school. Um, I, was... I, uh, I think it's like somewhat unnecessary, but I do sort of like the um 
the like Jedi training course that Ray runs at the beginning. Yeah, it's fun. And, like she has to like slice down the little like. It reminds me of Double Dare, where it's like you go through the nose boogers and you have to pull out the flag and you win this. Yes, a Yamaha sixty-six key electronic keyboard. <laughs> and that's what she did win at the end. That's they, she they did had get like a not quite full with piano keyboard. They had footage of Carrie Fisher handing someone a piano and they had to use it. So yeah. Oh, you know what I love is Chewie get a medal. Chewie get a medal. <laughs> Remember how Maz was there whenever it happened? They should do a, a New Hope like insert shot during that whole like big <laughs> ceremony where it cut, like did you you uh, we've talked about it. You've watched the Wet Hot American Summer yes. TV series where it like shows a clip from like deleted scenes from the actual movie, but it's in the like the first day of camp season, which or series, which was made like 10, 15 years after the movie. Yeah. So it shows all the people in their costumes. Um, but it's actually footage of like young Amy Poehler and young Michael Ian black. And then it cuts to an insert shot of like the characters who are new to the TV show, but it's like, as though they were also there, they were there all along. (laughs) Yes. And like, there should be a little insert shot of Maz Kanata in some, like the, the 90th special edition version of, uh, a new hope. I think that'd be so funny. And it's just like, it's her in the crowd. Um, and it like zooms in on her face and looking like kind of like, huh? And then it zooms in on Chewie's chest and yeah. shows that he doesn't have a medal and shows the others do. And that it comes back to her. That cutie pie didn't get a medal. And then it goes back to her and she goes, hmm. Like she's like really like determined. Yeah. And then we see her like storm out. We see her go like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. And like yeah. gets out of the aisle that she's in with all the people standing who are all like a matte painting. And then we follow her for the rest of her life. <laughs> Until we find where. Yeah, the movie is fully about to end, and then actually it's just another like two or three hours of Moz. Yeah, yeah. It's a mini series. It's a Moz mini series. Yeah. We really like Lupita and Yongo really gets to show her range. Um, and we just follow her everywhere she goes. We find out where she got Luke's lightsaber. Right. I mean, maybe she's she like, just... Captain, can I see, uh, did you have any backups of the medals you were going to give? The... Yeah, I'd like to hold on to one of them. For a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even though presumably I've met Chewie multiple times, I called him my boyfriend. Right. I'm just now giving him the medal at yeah. the very end, even though we're friends and I've right. seen him a bunch. Yeah. So why? Sometime after the like frantic transmission in Last Jedi, where she's like, find the red plum bloom or whatever, like, <laughs> and she's like shooting guys or whatever. Sometime between that and when they're on like the Lost Island jungle planet with Charlie from Lost. She like managed to get her hands on a medal. Do you think she just like 3D printed it? Like <laughs> she remembered she was there, so she remembered what it looked like, and she uh-huh. was like, I don't know, here are the specs. It's yeah. like gold something. I don't know. Such a crazy thing. Goofy. I, it's, I it is it, it is the most egregious of the she, <laughs> We've seen she, the movies. She says, um, Chewy. Here's the medal that you that they withheld from you in that ceremony. I made it special for you out of Han's dice. <laughs> <laughs> I melted down Han's Han's dice. Yeah. And I cast a new medal and it's her in the Mandalorian armor like forge lady like yeah, scene right. being like ting, ting. And then when she says the word new metal Rob Zombie starts playing because that's yeah. the name of that genre. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is a good series, I think. Uh-huh. Actually. This is going to be really good. It's called Maz. Maz. Yeah. 
Uh, that's good. Well, we've talked enough about things we Miles liked. Miles answers plot holes. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. use quotes around plot holes because that's a thing that like internet shitheads say all the time. And it's um, it's uh, it's like a uh, sit down sort of like in, in like in the actor studio kind of thing where yeah. she's like she's in a little <laughs> chair and she goes. Welcome to Foz <laughs> Answers Plot Holes. Yeah. Now you might think, how did this happen? Well, little did you know, I was in every bit of Star Wars the whole time. Let's yeah. see a clip. And then it cuts to her at the medal <laughs> ceremony. She's she's on Yavin during the Death Star run. And she's like, ah, oh, go get him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And every, it's like. um, It's just like 30 rock cutaways, basically. Do you remember in, uh, in Community when Jack Black comes in for that one episode? Yes. And he's like. He like thinks he's part of the group, and then it cuts up to all this stuff that he's in. He's like, "Britta did that," and he's like yeah. in the background of everything, yes. reacting to like as the group. And he's like, "Yeah, we're like friends," and they're like, "We have no idea who you are." Yeah. It's that and the Wet Hot American Summer thing with right. uh, and the Phineas and Ferb Star Wars special, where they are like part of the uh, New Hope storyline, but just kind of off screen. Yes, it's that. Like Maz canonically is friends with Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> Maz canonically. Maz Kanata. <laughs> oh boy. Phineas and Ferb are best friends with Maz. Everyone, when you listen to this episode, just skip to this part that we've been doing for the last like 10 minutes. Yeah. I think it'll be the most fun. Oh my God. Little Red is like r- rolling around on the bed like she's trying to scratch something and it's very funny. Oh God. Oh God. I got to get a video. Keep doing it, Red, please. So anyway. Um, well, I've been doing improv since nine in the morning today and my yeah, voice is shot. So should we give this thing a score? Yeah, let's finish up. Remind um, me, what is above Last Jedi again? Last Jedi is an eight. Force Awakens is an eight point one two five. Oh, got it. So like this, this trilogy is all going to live within an eighth of a point. Yeah. Do we want to just like leave everything else as is and just slot it in? Like, I, I think so because I'm not going to like lose sleep over the number we give this piece of shit movie. <laughs> no. I feel like it's more Star Wars and Last Jedi. I, I, I don't even know if I want to like put the effort in to, to figure out if it's more Star Wars than Force Awakens. Um, I think Force Awakens is a cleaner movie, and most Star Wars movies, even the ones that are like attack of the Bad. clones that's kind of a mess and for uh phantom menace that's kind of a mess you're never not like certain of what the action is yeah i think you're right i think this one is right is slotted this in between like, those. where are they going and what do they need so do we give it a 16th <laughs> yeah i think we give it a 16th which would be like 0. 0.0625 yeah 8.0625 <laughs> yeah great so now the <laughs> definitive rank, great. And, and the unit of measure is like fucking, I don't know, like the, the, the fucking little kids on that yeah. planet where they do the color run. The cute babies that are puppets are like, yeah. uh, the definitive ranking currently from top to bottom, Return of the Jedi is a 10, Phantom Menace 9 and a quarter, New Hope a 9, Revenge of the Sith 8.75, Empire 8.5. Attack of the Clones, 8.25. Force Awakens, 8.125. Rise of Skywalker, 8.0625. <laughs> Last Jedi is an 8. Great. So the only ones we have left, we've done all the trilogies. Now we just got to do Rogue One and Solo. Great. And then, and then we will be able to die. Right. Well, do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars is on Twitter and Instagram. Send us an email at a good podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Love to see something in that inbox. Speaking of Twitter and Instagram, thanks to Steven for, um, uh, I don't know if you saw this or not yet today, Josiah, but um, 
for ranking or for, for giving us scores on our Jackbox game. Oh, I we, didn't we see it. We asked in the episode, like, get, you know, uh, give your answer to each question and then say which one of us was funnier. <laughs> oh, God. I haven't looked at it yet. So, yeah, keep keep doing tweets and emails and shit with us. And if you're interested, for just $5 a month, you can join us on Patreon. You get access to the Discord channel that, gosh, we have been, like, silent on lately. Yeah, but, like, you can talk of... to us if you want. Um, and then, of course, you also get a weekly bonus episode that's about a half hour long of us, like, being silly boys. And then um, every month, we also release a commentary of a different Star Wars film. Like Josiah said, we have two more left this calendar year. But because we started the commentaries a little bit late in the year, we will be um, going well into the new year with those as well of things like Return of the Jedi and Phantom Menace. So... Check out Patreon, patreon.com slash How Star Wars Is It. All right, uh, so everyone, that's it, I think. Um, yeah. uh, it's about time for goodbye bye, so I'd like we always say, so. we love we you. We love you. And may the and fourth, may be, the fourth be with you. Bye bye. Droid is ready. <laughs> Droid. I love that guy. Damn, Steven. Hated my answers. <laughs> brutal. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely brutal. Got your ass kicked.